Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I am very grateful that you're here with me. I love spending time on this podcast, and I'm glad to get Between Your Ears. Today's mindset chat is all about human design, and I know that I promised I would come on here and talk about human design, so here we are. And this chat could be 15 minutes it could be four hours. I promise it won't be, but it, it certainly could be because human design, there's a lot going on. But I did want to give you an overview of what the system is all about. And you might be someone who's never heard of it. So this will be a little bit of an eye opener for you today. You may be somebody who has heard a bit, but not enough to know what it is. So you're just still curious. And you might be somebody who's actually done a lot of work in your own human design already. And that's great too. Uh, Maybe you've taken courses and things, maybe you've even taken my course. But whatever level you're at, this is going to be sort of a zoomed out overview. And then I think what I'll do is in future episodes, I'll pick out a component of human design. And you guys can let me know what you'd like to hear about first, or what's the most important thing, what you're most curious about. But I will talk about little aspects of it separately because we couldn't possibly cover everything uh, in one day, in one 15-minute session. So it is a bit of an overview. And before I get started, I wanted to let you know a couple of things that I offer in the human design world. Uh, I just finished a, a human design foundational course where I talk all about the basics of the system and and teach you how to, I guess, read your chart and understand what it means. Uh, Launching this week, actually, I have a course, it's human design, so all about the system, but it's from the aspect of parenting. And I often say, though, you wouldn't even have to be a parent because this does help you relate or understand anybody in your life, but it is based in human design, so we go through all the energy types and some of the things I'm going to talk about today. But then it's from the perspective of parenting. So it's how you parent from your design and how you parent for your child's human design. So we dive into everybody in your family, basically. You will know how to relate to them, how to understand them better, how they operate, because that's really what human design is all about, as you'll see um, as we continue to talk today. So one of the things I wanted to let you know uh, is if you have never looked up your human design, there are a, a bunch of different places you can go to. I have a link in my bio that takes you directly to a site called mybodygraph.com. So you can either type that into your browser or you can go to my bio and just click on the button. It will take you there. And you, you put in your information and you will get a blueprint, a chart. And then what I'm talking about today might make a little bit more sense, but there's still a whole lot of stuff going on beneath the chart that you really have to take a course or get a reading for before you fully understand it. And that's another thing that I do offer is human design readings one-on-one. So if you're interested, don't hesitate to reach out, please. I love doing them. It's almost like I get to see people, sometimes even better than they can see themselves. And I love that. It's it's sharing a lot of information that people have even forgotten about themselves. Um, So anyway, we'll get into our topic of conversation here today, and you'll understand some of the things that I'm alluding to here. So basically, human design is a blend of science and spirituality. So it's a mixture of both of those things. And I love that because I am very spiritual and I love the spiritual aspect, but I'm also somebody who's a realist and I like things that are grounded in science and a little bit of fact. So it's a it's a blend of both. Um, as far as the, well, this is a bit of the science and the spiritual side combined, but it's, there's a lot of influence from astrology. It's really rooted in astrology. 
But I say it's like astrology on crack because it truly takes astrology to the next level. And I know in you know astrology, there are the 12 different signs and I'm a Virgo, but I know that I'm very different than other people who are a Virgo. So there's a lot of a lot of layers there. They're just kind of lumped into one thing. So with human design, the level of differentiation is taken up a lot, <laughs> taken up a notch or two. So it's really astrology. Some of the other uh, ancient wisdoms that come into this are the chakra system. And I often say that's maybe something that people are more familiar with. You probably have heard of the chakra system or the chakras in your body, these energy centers within your body. So there is an element of that in human design. Uh, the I Ching, which comes into a few different aspects of, of human design, the profiles, um, but also the the gates. But the I Ching hexagram, if you're familiar with the hexagrams of the I Ching, and the Kabbalah or the Tree of Life. So those are some of the ancient wisdoms that are layered into human design. And on the modern science side, the factual stuff, the the nitty gritty, if you need some of that, is quantum physics and the genetic code. And the genetic code, again, comes into our 64 gates that we talk about because it's the 64 codons of the genetic code. But the quantum physics part of it, not to get into a lot of scientific detail, but I do want to tell you that neutrinos are the, a very, very small like subatomic particle that floats around us all the time. Neutrinos are passing through us all the time. And neutrinos have been proven to have mass, and anything that has mass carries information. Therefore, the neutrinos that pass into you at the moment of your birth is what really uh, lands the characteristics and some of the qualities of you that's the quantum physics part of human design. So I love that it's a blend of both and the layers of differentiation are incredible. It's really like a fingerprint. We sometimes say it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, everybody has a different fingerprint. So it's as different as that or a snowflake. No two snowflakes are the same and people are very unique. And I love that. I'm not just a Virgo. I'm not just a generator in human design. I'm a 6-2 emotional generator with these channels and these gates. And there's so much differentiation, which we are all so unique. And we need to know that and own that, um, not be lumped into a group of people. So that's something I really love is this, this idea of these layers of differentiation. So you can go pretty deep in human design. You can spend years um, figuring it all out. There are certain parts of human design that are more important to start with, like a priority to kind of get those things going. But it can sometimes take years to really dive into all of it if that's someplace you want to go. We're going to talk about conditioning as well, because sometimes it takes years to decondition some of the things that have been layered upon us that weren't ours at birth. You know, conditioning comes from Systems like the school system, we're conditioned by society, by social media, we're conditioned by our family, our traditions, and those are things that happen to us after birth. It's kind of like the idea of nature and nurture. Your human design is the nature side, but you're nurtured from the moment you come onto the earth, and some of that nurturing is good, but there are some some negative sides to, to the nurturing, which come through as conditioning. And so a lot of times the human design... The study of your human design is not so much about 
figuring out like who you're supposed to be. It's really figuring out who you are, who you've always been beneath some of the layers of conditioning. So that's a really important part of, you know, anytime I do a course, we talk a lot about that because I, I'm sure you agree. We we are so influenced by the things around us. So the conditioning is, is a big aspect. And I want to touch on this as well. Because your human design chart, if you go to mybodygraph.com and run your chart, you'll be asked to input your birth date, place, and time. So those specific things, because that gives you your blueprint according to, you know, astrology where the planets lined up at the moment of your birth, the neutrinos that were in the atmosphere at the moment of your birth. So it's very specific. It's when you were born. Personality tests. Raise your hand if you've ever done one of those. I've done a lot of them over the years. Um, you know, the Enneagram, the DISC personality test, things like that. But with the personality test, you answer questions. And so often, I don't know about you, but I've answered questionnaires sometimes and it's almost like I'm not sure if I'm answering truthfully or if I'm answering the way I kind of want to sound, the way I want to answer, what I would hope to be in certain situations. So you're, you're influencing the results of the personality test. And a lot of that influence comes from your conditioning over the years. The other thing is, you know, when I was 20, I'm sure I would score differently on certain personality tests than when I was 40. We're different people. We've experienced different things. We've been influenced by different things. And so human design is based on your birth date and it doesn't change. Once you get your human design blueprint, it is with you from the moment you're born until you go away. It's yours for life. It doesn't change with your age. Uh, You know, there's certain things that are influenced by our age as we progress, but it's the same blueprint your whole life. So I do love that. It's very set. But let me also say that there's no good or bad blueprints because I have to admit, when I got my blueprint done, I looked at it. And if you've never seen one, it's kind of like a the shape of a, a torso of a human with a head. And inside that shape, there are smaller shapes like triangles and, and uh, squares and things that are colored in, some of them, and some of them are white. And those are your centers, kind of like the chakra system. When I got my chart... I had two of those shapes colored in. I did my daughter's chart and she had seven colored in. And immediately I thought, oh, my chart is really bad. I got a weak chart. There's only two, only two. I just have two centers. So I was already looking at it and it's so funny. It's human nature, (laughs) but we compare. So I was comparing my chart to her chart. Well, I want to tell you right now, there's no comparison My chart is beautiful for me, and it is so accurate. Her chart is perfect for her. And again, it's very accurate. That was one of the things today I asked Haley, you know, when I'm doing my podcast, what do you think people will want to know if they don't know a lot about human design? And she said, um, one, about the thumbprint and how different people are, how unique we are. And the other thing she said is just tell them how accurate it is. And it's so true for myself and my two kids when we got our blueprints done and looked at some of the details of it, like crazy accurate for each of us separately. So there's no good or bad chart. Your chart is designed for you and there are benefits to all of it. You know, I said some of my centers, my chakras, those shapes, they're not really chakras, but the nine centers, I only had two that were colored in. 
But my white ones, my open centers, my undefined centers have so much magic and wisdom and things that I can use them for once you learn about human design and how to how to make use of your chart, how to understand it. So there's really no good or bad. And the other thing I want to say is there's no limits. Just because your chart has certain energy areas lit up or, or not, it doesn't mean you're limited in any way in your life. And maybe another way to say that is this is not a prescription for how you are supposed to be. It is a permission slip for what's possible. Some of the things you can play with. I often say to people when I'm doing a course or when I'm giving them a a human design reading, this is an experiment and you can take a little bit here and leave a little bit there, play with this, try that. It's your experiment to play with. It's it's not a prescription. It's a permission slip. And then, you know, just get in there and enjoy it, really. It's not a, a belief system, a religion that you must listen to all the facts and do it this way. No, each of us will absorb and use and understand our charts differently. So I hope that makes it clear that this is not in any way a formula for success in your life. But I will say that when you study your human design and learn the components of your chart and where you have some strengths and gifts and where you might have had some conditioning and you learn how to work with those things, step by step, little by little, experiment by experiment, you come into a place of better alignment. And when you're in alignment in life, in human design, I'm sure you'd agree in any system, anything in your life, when you feel like you're in alignment in a job, in a relationship, it just flows easier. There's less resistance in your life and more ease and flow. And that's the goal of human design. However you play with it, it's not meant to limit you or feel resistant or uncomfortable. You're not putting on like clothing that feels too tight. No, it's breathable. It's it's yours and it just gives you a lot of options. So I wanted to give you a little bit of an overview of some of the things that we could break apart and talk about in future sessions but some of the layers of differentiation. So in human design, there are five energy types and those energy types are determined by the nine energy centers in your body. So depending which ones are, you know, lit up, I'll say, or colored in, depending which ones are colored in, it determines what energy type you are. And the the five energy types, in case you're curious or if you've already looked yours up, are a manifester, you can be a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, or a reflector. And I'm not going to go into the details of the percentage of the population that are each of those things or what their characteristics are, but there are five different categories of energy type, how you interact with the world. There's a strategy served to how those energy types interact. Um, And also, the other thing that those nine centers tell us is your authority. And this one, it, it definitely deserves a separate um, episode talking about our inner authority. And that's really how you make decisions. And so often we, we think things through, we're all up in our heads thinking about stuff when really decisions should be made within your body from centers within your body, not just your brain overthinking stuff and, and thinking about all the beliefs that are already in there from the conditioning. So another episode, but definitely we will talk about decision-making and using our authority. I wanted to give you a little visual. And again, I talked to my daughter about this. She and I are, she's a projector, I'm a generator, but she's got some centers I don't. And I really, I feel good in her energy with a lot of things I need to talk about. 
So she's kind of like my my in-house coach. Uh, but I asked her if this was a good analogy, and she said yes. And I don't think she just said it because I'm her mom. But if you visualize that that shape of the human body, like I told you, and inside of it, there are nine shapes. Some of them are triangles, some of them are squared. It doesn't really matter whether they're square or triangle. It doesn't matter what color they are. It depends if you go to which website. My body graph does one thing. Genetic matrix looks a different color. That doesn't matter, but colored in or not colored in, those nine centers are connected to each other in various ways by these tubes. And we call them channels in human design. There are 36 channels that find their way between all of these nine centers, connecting them in different ways. I think it might help to visualize that the centers are light bulbs and those tubes, those channels are like electric circuits. And so this is really a circuitry of energy that runs through your body. But in order for two of those lights to light up and be colored, like the seven that my daughter has, there has to be an electric current, a full channel tube connecting them. Once that happens, both those centers light up. Okay, and wherever a tube is complete, that's an electrical current that lights up the other end. If there's not a complete electrical connection, a channel, then the center on the end of it does not light up. It's white. It's what I called open or undefined. And there's beauty in those two. But that's just maybe, hopefully, a visual that helps you understand how the channels connect the nine energy centers. And I did a course at Christmas time called Illuminate, and it was all about the nine energy centers because it reminded me of a Christmas tree that is lit up. And sometimes the bulbs aren't lit because there's a break in the circuit. And that doesn't mean it's broken or there's anything wrong with it, but it just means it doesn't connect fully. So with these 36 channels, let me go back to the top so you can hear, five energy types, nine energy centers, 36 channel tubes connecting them, 64 gates. And the gates, I would compare those to like the switches at the edge of the light bulbs. There's a switch. And if it's open and the channel connects, the circuit of energy then you've got that gate. So the gates are like the doors or the switches that are at either end of our electrical circuit channels. So there's 64 gates. And that is where you'll see an overlap of the genetic code because there's 64 codons in the genetic code and also an overlap of the the I Ching, the Chinese I Ching, the hexagrams. There are 64 hexagrams. So that's where those systems interrelate. And if you've heard of or dove... Dove? dove deeper into the gen, uh, the gene keys, that is like a sister system to human design. And Richard Rudd wrote a book called The Gene Keys, and it's, it's very interesting too. There's a lot of um, influence and study and a lot more people learning about the genetic code part of the gene keys now. So that's a sister system. After the 64 gates, we've got 12 profiles, which again, not going to go into details, but that's your personality. Uh, this is one that you really see the accuracy. My son is a 1-3. That is his profile combination. And it so accurately describes him. One is an investigator, needs to know everything. A three is an experimenter, trial and error. And he is those two things to a T. So 12 profile combinations, and then 192 different life paths. So again, you can see the levels of differentiation and how detailed we could get. But as I said, it's not that you have to know everything about your human design. Getting in and you know, getting a reading or taking a course and learning some of it is a start. We always say 
starting with your, I don't know, the centers that you have lit up, that's a good place to start with your energy type. Some people don't believe in in starting with your energy type. I agree if it labels you. We should never let our energy type label us because then sometimes when you have a label, you've also attached a limit to it and we don't want that. So again, there's so much to play with. We will do future episodes where I can break things down into different components. Uh, Maybe we'll do a session on profile lines and what that means. But I encourage you to go to, again, the link in my bio, click on the, the button that says get your free human design chart or just type in mybodygraph.com and see what shows up. Once you see your chart, sometimes that's when the <laughs> that's when the fixation starts. I know it did for me. Um, and I took a course, I should probably say, I heard about human design about two years ago. And then a year and a half ago, I took a course from Coach Carrie. I talked about her before. And that really solidified my curiosity to know more. And now I really feel like it's, it's my foundation. Human design is the foundation of all of the coaching that I do with clients because it, it allows me to see them at a deep level and know how I can maybe help them from a foundation of using some of their human design characteristics. Uh, in my programming, even if I'm doing a program that's not human design, maybe I'm doing a program on money or business or a program, I did a program called Shadows Worthiness, like any of those programs, the human design chart, I, I bring in that foundation because it layers in so much wisdom to the other topics that we cover. So that is it for today. What are we at? Like about 20 minutes, just over 20 minutes. So thank you for listening in. I hope it has piqued your curiosity because it is an amazing system, as I said, not to tell you who you are, but to invite you to remember who you've always been and uncover some of the layers that have conditioned you, rediscover some of your gifts that you maybe have forgotten about. Nobody has really seen them in you in years and you've forgotten. So I really encourage you, get your chart done. Message me if you'd like to book a reading. uh, Or if you are a parent and you're curious, you want to jump into this program, check my Instagram. You'll see more stuff about the the parenting portal. Uh, But it's all about human design first and foremost, and then the effect that it can have on our parenting and our little children, our little humans. Um, So thanks. I think I'll call it a day and I'll see you again on Friday for another mindful meditation. And I'm thinking I might do a meditation I did once for one of my human design courses is I kind of talked them through a, an energy work relaxation that, that targeted or dove into the different energy centers. So if you can have your chart done by the time you do that meditation, then it will all make sense to you when your eyes are closed and you're just visualizing these centers within your body. Um, it's kind of a cool thing to do. So thanks for joining me. Again, if you haven't subscribed, I would love you to subscribe if you're liking what you're hearing and leave me a five-star review, drop a little um, rating in there, drop a comment in there. I love to hear from people. It's fun to read them. And and also any feedback that you have, you're more than welcome to reach out to me on Instagram, Peg Cleland Coaching. Uh, pop me a message if you have a request for a topic or if you just have some feedback for me. So thanks again for joining and I will get between your ears again very soon.